Well, tonight on the podcast, ladies and gentlemen, we're going to go back to Chicago, Illinois. Once again, Chicago has been one of the cities that the migrants have been sent to. Now we understand that here in the state of Texas, they have been flooding our state for the longest. So governor Greg Abbott says, you know what? Since other people say they are sanctuary cities, we don't have cities in our state that openly say they are sanctuary cities. Let's go ahead on and send the people up there since they want to partake as a sanctuary city. Now we want to cover about two news stories actually out of Chicago. One of them was sent to me by brother James. Appreciate you, brother James. Give you some acknowledgement for that. But black people are getting very upset, very, very upset about what's going on. You see, I want you to notice what they're doing. The Democrats are putting these people smack dab in black communities. They don't speak the language. They're bringing some of their criminality with them. And we're going to check this out in this clip. So let's go ahead on and cue this up because boy, we got a lot to talk about. Residents here in the Austin neighborhood say they are not happy after learning the city wants to house around 200 migrants at Amundsen Park. It's not fair. We are taxpayers. They treat us like we're invisible, like we don't even exist. When are they going to stop? The mayor is not going to say anything about them stopping them. Stand up. We haven't heard a word from you, Mayor uh, 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 Brandon Johnson, about our community. Donald Glover is the president of the Amundsen Park Advisory Council and says he is against the city's plan, citing health, crime, and safety. We are not anti-immigration, but why should our lives suffer? And you're not thinking about us. Mm -mm. You're thinking about It's not right. Now, before we continue... I want you to remember what that brother said. He said that they, they, they suffering. They going to suffer. They bringing these people in who are not vetted. You don't know if they are coming straight out of prison, out of some of these countries. They've been worried on the street that some of these countries are emptying their prisons and telling them, look, we'll let you go, but you got to go over there to the United States. You can't be here. Right. So just remember some of that as you listen to this. I've learned from the 29th Ward Alderman the city's plan is to start moving migrants in this weekend. He said activities and programming at the field house would then be moved to Sire Park and Lovett Elementary. The park for the citizens of Chicago. Mm-hmm. Why should our lives change for the worse to be convenient to someone else? That's not fair. Meanwhile, Correct. So they're going to take away all the activities for the neighborhood away from them to put 200 people who didn't vote in the last election, right? Didn't vote, not paying taxes to the government or anything, but they're getting free room and board. Largest shelter in the city is at the Inn Hotel in Struderville with 1,500 people. Alderman Brian Hopkins says they've been dealing with ongoing problems from prostitution to narcotics sales. City is at the Inn Hotel in Struderville with 1,500 people. Alderman Brian Hopkins says they've been dealing with ongoing problems from prostitution to narcotic sales so bad that he says this location has been declared a narcotic hotspot by Chicago police. Now they want to bring that problem to the, to the black people's neighborhood, a recipe for disaster. I want you to hear what this alderman says. 
special task force that's designed to get on top of this and to stop the illegal narcotics trade. Uh, and they're doing their job, um, but it's hard to keep up with this. The alderman telling constituents he wants the shelter to close when the contract expires at the end of the year. As for residents in Austin, they're calling out City Hall. We're going to fight them. Mm -hmm. And I'm going to say this on TV, Brandon Johnson and Chris Terraferro, this is your hat and you're going to wear it. Doesn't seem like the brothers and sisters are too happy with Mayor Brandon Johnson in Chicago. Now, this is the thing. At least Mayor Eric Adams said, hey, these migrants come into a neighborhood near you. He did say that. What Brandon Johnson and them is doing, they're not putting them in the white neighborhoods in Chicago. They're not even going to put them in the Hispanic neighborhoods where they can actually be more acclimated. They speak the language, etc. right? No, they're going to take them and put them in the black neighborhoods and cause tension, cause problems, bringing criminality. These people coming over are, are some of them, you know, they are participating in human trafficking. This also is happening in New York. They come over here participating in human trafficking. And then you have a New York state senator by the name of Jessica Ramos. She's uh, the, the daughter of Colombian immigrants going to say, oh, well, it's survival work. And in your neighborhood, you've seen uh, a big influx of human trafficking. Yeah. Uh, women on the street, children on the street. What's going on? How? What, what can you do about that? Right. So, so I re for folks at home, I, I represent the neighborhoods of Jackson Heights, Corona, East Elmhurst, that area uh, where I was born and raised. I'm Colombian, uh, the daughter of Colombian immigrants, like many of the migrants, actually. Um, so we, we naturally attracted a lot of these new families. And what we're seeing, especially along Roosevelt Avenue, is a lot of survival work, right? So we see street vending. We see people uh, waiting to be picked up by construction contractors as day laborers. We see sex workers. We see all sorts of things uh, that people have to do in order to survive. That's so, 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 so now human trafficking is considered survival work by the Democrats. Well, if that's considered survival work, you need to let out every criminal out of jail today. Because when, when some brothers are selling drugs, they say, hey, that was survival work. When some brothers are out here robbing or carjacking, hey, they can say that's survival work. I was just trying to feed my family. That's all I was trying to do by taking other people's stuff. This is what the Democrats are going to do to go around law and order. But when we talk like that, that's a problem. I'm getting messages from, from brothers, certain brothers on LinkedIn. And I look into their history and what they talk about straight Democrat, right? They don't, they talk about saving democracy. Hey, you Democrats who believe in saving democracy, you're not going to have a democracy the way you're going. I've been watching the videos over the past few days of how people are coming over here. People are doing things that I was shocked at watching. Even they had parts of the wall built. These people was digging with their hands, digging, digging, digging to go underneath the wall. Men, women, and children. They're going underneath big razor wire that the state of Texas put up. They, they go underneath it with cardboard boxes to not get poked by the razor wire, sending little infant children, toddlers through there. Somebody on the side to get them. I mean, it is a rush and dash to get into this country. If you don't have borders, if you don't have laws to say, Hey, this is the way you come into our country and you got to follow that. Then you don't have a country. You have literally anarchy. You're not following the laws.
And when it comes to this immigration situation, it's literally anarchy. What laws are being followed? That's federal law by the United States of America. But when it comes to black people, oh, you have no problem making sure that we follow the law. Oh, you got a jail cell waiting on us. You got fines waiting on us. You got bullets and everything else waiting on us. If we break any of your laws, you just had a brother that was beaten almost to a pulp in Jacksonville by race soldiers and also even black ones. Right. But, them, but them, they've been breaking our laws and they haven't been touched. As a matter of fact, they've been given free room and board while black people in Chicago who are homeless are on the streets, black people in New York who are homeless is on the streets and other groups of people too, who are on the streets as well. They get preferential treatment in New York. They are made them with the help of Biden legalize them through temporary protected status. And now they having this big program where all these employers are coming out and say, Hey, we got job openings. Let's hire them. So now they're going to get jobs. Of course, the job's not going to be what they should be getting paid in New York, of course. But, oh, they got a plan for them. And black people, you're just in the way. You're in the way. We're not going to pay you what you're worth. We got this new group of people who will be our low-paid slaves. I told y'all this. This is the plan for them. They're taking advantage of those people. You got to understand, I said this before. Read the book, Confessions of an Economic Hitman. Read that book. They will tell you in that book how they destabilized Latin America. So the foreign policy of the United States of America created that problem. So they coming over here because they say, hey, well, you screwed up my country. My country's a mess. I might as well go over there with y'all. And they coming because they know Biden is going to give them free stuff. They know the Democrats is going to give them free things. Like that's unheard of. You break our law and you get to stay in a hotel hotels that American citizens not even staying in. It's about to start getting cold in Chicago and New York. I was looking at the weather report for the weekend and the temperatures are dropping nationwide, at least definitely in the nights and in the mornings, you look up there, in Chicago, it could be in, in the, in the mid forties to fifties already, especially what's coming this weekend. And you got homeless people that's out on the street, but these people break our law and they get a free room and board. They get jobs they get cell phones. They have brand new clothes on because you know, they don't have a job to buy it. Your tax dollars are paying for all of that, but you can't get anything. But some of you want to get mad at me when I talk about the Democrat party. Now, let me tell you my particular thoughts about Democrats, Republicans, etc. I don't believe in having no permanent friends. No permanent enemies, just permanent interest. So if the Democrats is the problem today, they're the problem today and the Republicans are better for that issue. That's how it is. If Democrats are good for an issue and Republicans are horrible, that's how it is. But we only focus it on our permanent interests. What's better for our community. And right now the Democrats is an enemy of the black community because look what they're doing to black people. Remember those brothers and sisters said they look what they've taxpayers. They don't care what they do to them. They're not even thinking about them. Brandon Johnson's not thinking about them. The Democrat party is not thinking about them. And when we say you getting what you vote for, this is what we are talking about. Now you say is the Republicans are better. 
on the situation with immigration? Yes, they are. They definitely better than Democrats. Look at the, look at the Democrat policies right now. You don't have to be a Democrat. You don't have to be a Republican. You can say I'm politically independent. I'm only focusing on our interests as a community. And this situation with immigration, I'm telling you, black people that do low skill labor or even middle middle skill labor, right? These people are going. You know, you're gonna have a time. Because we know the capitalist society in America, these corporations do not want to pay people what they're worth. So this is what they're going to do. And then they know in their communities, they don't get rid of their children. So they're going to, on average, they have about three, according to statistics, about three, three, four, five, six. So that's going to be the new workers there too. They don't care about black people. Black people, you being moved out of the way. Now, in my opinion, this is the wake up call that black America needed, but Oh, I'm not finished with this yet. Let's go back to the news clips. Afternoon, Stefan. There is a new tone in this migrant crisis. Last August, then mayor Lightfoot said, send them all here. Everyone was welcome. That is not what we're hearing today. Okay. So Lori Lightfoot, your former mayor of Chicago, she says, send them all. We want them all. And now you're getting them and now it's a problem. Yeah, she's not dealing with the issues and problems y'all are. The dollar amount to care for the migrants sent to the Chicago area is staggering. Governor Pritzker wants the federal government to step up its help. I would say collectively we're talking about $500 million at least when you add what the city has done and the state has done. Um, so we need reimbursement for those dollars. They promised that. Pritzker's letter to President Biden made public and therefore showing the challenge Biden faces from within his own party. Asked for better bus coordination, send federal staff to Illinois to help process the migrants, as well as more money for housing, food, and social services. We have to have better coordination with every single level of government, and that includes the state of Texas. Lots of communication between staff on my end and staff for the governor of Texas, and I've made it very clear that the governor needs to stop what he's doing and that we all should be working on reform together. He shouldn't have to deal with all of the folks who are coming across the board and staying in Texas. The White House responded to Pritzker's letter pointing to, quote, House Republicans continue to block the reform the immigration system needs and the $4 billion we requested. The Biden team also notes it has sent $46 million to Chicago and Illinois in grant funding. Oh boy, Mr. Governor, have you looked at all the options available? It's also easy today, to Pritzker looks to smooth over the criticism he received from Chicago Alderman just a few days ago. We have a good relationship with the mayor and the mayor's office, and we're about getting things done, and so is the mayor. So as you heard that number, ladies and gentlemen, that they're requesting back from the federal government, but they say they don't have money for reparations though. Reparations in the form of cash payments is at, oh, you can't do that. So, so all the people who's against reparations for black America. So black America is saying, Hey, pay reparations, a one-time cash payment for the atrocities of slavery. Right? So you think that this is better. See, when you so ugly to black people, see black people is not even your enemy. Black people is not draining your pockets like that. It's not. Anytime black people say they need something, you against it. 
Anytime black people need help, you ridicule them. But these people have came over here. They, they have not participated in our society. They didn't fight in any wars. They didn't build anything. They come here with their hands out and you are spending billions of dollars of your taxpayer money to people and you're never going to get it back. At least black America would take the reparations and at least do some things in America. But see more and more as you are realizing the folks in America, when you keep doing wrong by black people, you're going to get certain things back. Cause understand something, even though we are talking about this issue, let's think about it from a bigger picture because their pockets is being drained right now, drained. And also we can see they have all the money in the world for reparations, but when they don't want to give reparations to black America, it shows you they don't want to do it. Not because they don't have it, but because purely of the hatred of the black man and woman of America. Notice they're not saying anything about paying all these billions of dollars for these people coming from third world countries. Notice they're not saying that they don't have the money for it. Notice they're not saying it's going to break the country. We can't afford it. Notice the folks not coming out talking about what about my tax dollars? Every time we talk about reparations, they always talk about their tax dollars. They talking about all of the, all financial experts. But not one have came out talk about their tax dollars. Yes, they have complained on them coming in here. Yes, but where is the tax dollar conversation that y'all like to have? The folks, I know you're watching. Where's that conversation? I never hear any of you say that. Even people on the right, I don't hear you breaking it down as taxpayer money and why are you spending all your money? And because we come to black people reparations, you make it personal. I'm not paying reparations but you're paying way more than reparations to, to the, these people way more than that. I, if it was me, I'd rather pay reparations one time than pay out constantly paying in, in the billions every month, every month, every month to bringing people in that God knows where they come from. Don't know if they came out of prison. Don't, don't know if they're human traffickers or participating in human trafficking. Let me tell you something. A lot of these countries, these people come from prostitution is legal. So that's why it's not an issue for them to get out there on the stroll. And then what the Democrats is going to do, they're going to allow them to do it. Even, even a, a red state like Texas, you know what kind of law they have with that? They got a law where now if you go get a woman, you pay for it, whatever. It's a felony for the man, but the women is not getting a felony like that. But the man is what kind of crap is that? If you want to end human trafficking, right? Both of them need to go for a felony, not just a man. Cause they feel that, Oh, if we target the men. Then we going to stop it. No, you take away the product. That's how you stop it. You get the product off the market. You make everybody scared to be coming out there because we're going, we're going, if we catch you uh, strolling up and down the street like that, scantily clad, Oh, we, we rolling down on you. Hey, what you doing out here? Well, why are you walking like that in public? What's going on? You know, I mean, you ain't, you ain't got nowhere to be. You just hanging out. That's easy for them to do public decency laws, nuisance laws, all kinds of things they can do to stop that. So, so that they can miss me with that BS. So all the money that's going out, but there's no money for black people. None black people. Don't, how dare you ask for something as black people? 
But the Democrats, they want you to come and vote for them in 2024. I'm going to say this, like I said in the previous podcast, you go vote for them in 2024 and you will literally almost cease to exist economically. But earlier I said that what's happening also is a good thing for black people, even in the midst of all of this. Why do I say that? This situation is going to force black people to unify. And we need something like this to unify us together because all those brothers and sisters in Chicago, what they're dealing with New York, they're going to have to unify to help each other out when these jobs get scarce and they can't get anything. We will have to work together and build our own economies where they cannot take our jobs away because it is our businesses. We will have to circulate our dollars in our communities. See, as long as you're working for the folks, you are at risk and you are vulnerable for them to snatch you off the job and give it to somebody else. But when you create your own job and you are providing for yourself, nobody can take your job away from you. Our people historically understood this. This is why we had more businesses in the black community during segregation than even now, because we understood we couldn't go over there to where the white folks were at. We had to work with our people. And we're going to have to go back to that again. Are you going to wither on the vine? You either practice group economics and save the community, or you can still be one of work of the folks and you're going to suffer. You're going to suffer greatly. You're going to be homeless and everything else because these people is going to do this to black folk because they don't have no need for black folk. Let me tell you something. The white supremacists have no need for us no more. We are not their labor class. The only thing the white supremacists need from us is in the area of making you a prisoner to slave labor. They want us for, you know, just the trends that we create. They, so they can make money off of it. Entertainment. They want us for that. You know, I mean, just different things they can make money off of us, but really we're not their focus as a labor force. They don't care about black people like that because they know they can bring these people in, pay them next to nothing and they not going to complain. They're not going to talk about any kind of racism that happens to them. They're not going to do anything. They're going to take whatever they put up, whatever they give them, shut up, do the job and go home. With you, you have rights. You fought for rights. So you know your rights, at least some of you do. And you know you should be paid more for your job. They have no use for you no more. This is why they, the plan is to bring them in. The Democrat party has no use for you no more. Just as much as you saw Biden make the Venezuelans give them TPS. They're going to try hard to make sure all of them become citizens. And they may even try to put a clause to say, Hey, you got to vote Democrat because of what we've done for you. Those people will gladly do it. And if they can legalize all these people that's, that's in here, black folks, you're politically obsolete at that point. So we have to take the model of the Asian community. The Asian community isn't a major political factor, but the Asian community understood we have to focus on our economy. We have to work and focus on ourselves. 
We're not even worrying about their system like that. Yeah, we got people in there. We'll, we'll try to work to get in, but let's focus on, on building our own stuff. You know what I'm saying? I'm saying let's have a code. They have a code about themselves. They're not out there selling each other out. They know they got their own Pookie and Ray Rays. They, they, don't, they know all that, and they keep all their mess quiet. Black people are going to have to tighten up. And also, you have to get out of that emotionalism about the Democrat Party. You will have to get out of it. It's just that simple. Because that party is going to take you to the, to the grave, into the, to the broke. They're going to take you there. And they don't care. Because you have been silly for the past 60 years. You vote for them with asking for nothing. And they expect you to show up for them in 2024, even though they're doing this to you. So you got a choice next year. It's your choice. You want more of this? That's what's happening. Go vote Democrat. Please vote for them. But when you vote for them, I don't want to hear the crying complaining. Because remember, you voted for that. I, I'm sorry. I'm not going to go assist somebody else to eat when my family ha hasn't eaten. What kind of man or woman is that? You're going to make sure everybody else eat, but your, your, your kids is starving. You're starving. Your dog is starving too. Everything you have is starving. But you made sure to go take your effort and to go give a buffet to everybody else. And these people are not even thankful for you doing it. They'll talk down on you and even come in here with anti-black racism. Can't stand your black behind. Even though you're bringing them a whole feast while your people starving. Y'all better wake up, black America. Wake up. And when it comes to a conversation with immigrants, black, uh, black immigrants is not the people they're prioritizing. They bring a few black immigrants in, but show me the times they're going to just place a bunch of black immigrants. No, they don't do that. They don't take a bunch of Haitians. They don't take a bunch of uh, 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 people from Ghana, Nigeria, and put 200 Nigerians there. You notice they don't do that? They're always putting in everybody else that's not of our community in our community. Why don't y'all go to city hall and say, Hey, wait a minute. Y'all know the different communities where the white people at say, Hey, we, we not anti-immigrant, but put them over there. They got more resources over there. They can help them a lot better over there. We don't have it. What is the reason you putting them in, in our communities? You know, good and well, the median income of our community is not much, but the white people over there got money. Why not over there? We got to take on the whole third world but they don't have to No, they should be able to take on all of the, all of the migrants too. And they, the report was saying that Abbott say they, he going to try to send them up to 25 buses a day. And they still haven't revoked their sanctuary city status. Still haven't done it because the Democrats don't care about you. They will sit up there and take a, a thousand buses a day, just not to concede anything. The Democrats, they don't double down, they triple down. And they triple down at your expense, Black America. So let's see what happens in 2024. You want 25 buses a day showing up in Chicago, 25 buses a day showing up in New York. You know, Baltimore will be next. If they, I know DC, send them over there. Let, let, let's see what happens. Because only you will let us know if you want more of this, but if you vote for Biden and any kind of Democrat in 2024, you're going to get pushed out your community and it's going to be your own fault because you voted for it.